On this week's episode of the Cedar Log, we are meeting with Len Brownstein, who has been involved with scouting with 55 years. He has much to teach about Jewish scouting and scouting as a whole. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, so I guess, do you want to introduce yourself so folks know well, who you are? Uh, I'm Len Brownstein. Uh, my role in scouting is the chairman of the Jewish Committee. Uh, I was involved with uh, the old Frontier District. It's now Roosevelt District. And uh, I've been in scouting for 55 years. So that's basically my, my background. I just got off the phone with uh, John Bickle, and we're going to talk about doing stuff for summer camp. Because uh, I also am the treasurer of the Shrine Scouting association and we raise funds for the three uh, scout councils in our uh, shrine oasis so it's uh, Chester, uh, Cradle Liberty and the old Bucks County which is now uh, Delaware whatever whatever the name they George Washington Washington Crossing okay so anyhow uh, you sent me a list of questions. I can go through them with you. You want to ask me questions, and I can answer them. However, yeah. you want to, however you want to do this. Alrighty, okay, I can definitely go through them. That's quite the uh, tenure in scouting. I didn't realize it was fifty-five years. Um, yeah. So when did you first? This year. Oh Pardon? my goodness! Congrats on fifty-five years. So uh, when did you first join scouting then? Uh, it was either 49 or 1949 or 1950. Uh, I was a Cub Scout for maybe a year or so and then uh, went into uh, scouting. So I guess you, those days you had to be 12. Mm -hmm. So that would have been 1950. I guess. Okay. So you were a Cub Scout for like just a year. So I guess. Just a year. Yeah. You would have been like an AOL. Like. <laughs> Using today's term, okay. So you kind of got into it when you were a little older, but then uh, still right. young enough for all of uh, like scouts. So very good. So did you ever join the OA at all? Yeah, I'm back in '53. Oh, okay. And I got my uh, brotherhood at summer camp in, uh, I guess '82. Oh, gotcha. And then which lodge did you join? You know me. Very good. So did you do all of like your ordeal and brotherhood at TI or did you at do anything? TI, yes. Okay. So you got the full yeah. island experience. Very good. Yep. So I was on the island and that's when I got the ordeal. And then uh, as a camp leader back in the uh, early 80s, uh, one of the volunteer, um, I guess, uh, Camp masters, uh, whatever uh, they were called, uh, mm -hmm. grabbed me and said, uh, you're going to go and become a brotherhood this week and wouldn't let me go until I <laughs> I became brotherhood. Oh, Got goodness. Brother. So that was in 82. Okay. I think I'm there's very a... very active in the OA. I, I was as a kid, but not uh, as an adult. Okay. What did you, uh, how, what was, what did you do as a youth in the OA then? Well, in those days, it was really run by the adults. So, <laughs> uh, what was I 
you know, I would, I would go on to work weekends and that was basically it. I uh, never really got active. Okay. Gotcha. But I mean, going to the weekends and helping out is still good. Didn't yeah. know if you were uh, a chapter chief or something like that. No, 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 no. Don't, oh, okay. don't wish that on me. Gotcha. So, yeah. Oh, no, you were saying. Uh, just basically in the OA, I was just, uh, just a member. And that was it. Gotcha. So I guess what was your overall experience in scouting as a youth? As a youth, uh, well, we would camp for the summer. We'd go to Treasure Island for two weeks. Uh, and uh, two years we went to Hart, uh, summer camp at Hart, cook your own kind of stuff. Um, and then, uh, we, we always went camping. We were always going up to, uh, to Hart or to, uh, Daniel Boone, uh, Homestead or, you know, well, in those days we had, um, uh, the camp that was on 611 at Briar Estate. So mm -hmm. we would we do weekend camping at, at Briar, um, and also they had a, a merit badge class every every Saturday at Briar. So I would hike up there and take merit badges. Sounds something like a, a good something experience. that I miss, and I think the kids would miss also miss it today. Mm -hmm. So sounds like a pretty good experience. It was. It was. A, it was a lot of fun. Uh, you know. In fact, uh, I am still very friendly with uh, guys from my old troop as a kid. Oh, very uh, nice. We, we, we go out uh, for lunch uh, every three or four months, but because of the pandemic, uh, we missed that. <laughs> so, you know, and it was the kind of thing where we would go from house to house, pick each other up and walk up to the troop meetings. So oh, okay. Kids can't do that today. Um so it was we just a lot of guys that were, you know, that I'm still friendly with and uh you know, enjoy each other's company. It was it was always a great time. No, that's that's awesome that you guys are still in touch and hopefully soon you guys will be able to go back to having lunch together. Well, we can do it now if they're you know if, if the restaurant that we go to you can go inside it's a little too cold to eat outside but mm -hmm. uh, you know uh, we we'll get there yeah so you said you went to heart for two years of summer camp so yeah were you on the east side of heart then or uh the wilderness side which i mm -hmm. guess was what the east side or i'm not sure which side yeah that that would have been the east side then east side yeah uh, we had some great scout leaders, or I had some great scout leaders that uh, that loved to be outdoors. Mm -hmm. And we would go from there. We would take a hike down to Sunday Town. Oh, okay. Yeah. So great. it was yeah. So we had a good time. We used to go up uh, uh, winter camp at at Hart and uh, ice skate on Unami. Oh really? Yeah. Oh goodness. Yeah, that sounds was, like fun, though. It was. It was. We had. It was a lot of interesting times we had. So, in fact, when we would go to camp at Hart in the winter, 
we would stay in what is now the Rangers barn. That mm -hmm. was that they had the second floor with cots up there, double double deck cots, you know. Okay, you actually stayed there. See, I knew scouts stayed in there, but I haven't heard any stories of people actually staying in Heart Lodge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it wow. Was, it was good. You had the big fireplace going. Uh, they would sometimes put Dutch ovens on. You know, we cook cook there. They had huge table mm -hmm. for uh, in downstairs and it was uh, and of course you know in the winter time you could do whatever the winter activities are mm -hmm. they you know these are things that come back <laughs> yeah that that seems like uh it would have been a very suitable cabin for winter cabin yeah that's awesome i've i've always been curious about uh people using that building for that yeah so since you went there probably in like the 50s do you remember the capital campaign at all and them redoing the camp at all? No, I don't remember doing uh, any of the construction. I was never involved with it. Uh, mm -hmm. I had a scout leader who was an engineer and built bridges and he had put a, a quote in to build a bridge over Unami Creek. Mm -hmm. But, uh, and he told him how to lay it out and how to do it what the course would be but he didn't get the contract so okay gotcha mm -hmm. yeah i guess you would have been pretty young as a scout then in the grand scheme of things so that makes sense yeah i mean i i got out of i stopped going camping in 55 after this after the oh. flood of treasure island so gotcha because i had joined the navy and uh, was working and uh, just didn't have the have the time to you know go to camp, go to scout meeting mm -hmm. but I stayed registered through 62 on my troop folded okay so what was your unit number then 169 okay and then um, what and institution we were, were y'all sponsored by uh, congregation Emmanuel it was a Jewish sponsored troop at uh, Old York Road in Stenton this, mm -hmm. There was a synagogue there. Gotcha. So the synagogue isn't there anymore then? No, it's a church now. Okay. So for your unit, was it predominantly Jewish boys? Yeah, or was it... it was predominantly Jewish. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm guessing y'all kind of had um more, instead of like a, a scout zone, you up, did y'all have more like a, at your weekend camping? Yeah. Did you do... Uh, Jewish services then? Well, we had services, but uh, but that was basically it was just uh, at I'm not going to say a token service, but it was you know we didn't go through a full three hour Saturday morning service, so uh, you know it was basically uh, about maybe an hour, and everybody was off doing their thing. Gotcha. Okay. And you guys especially use the um, Jewish chapel at heart, correct? You know what? I don't remember. I don't think it was even there. Oh. I mean, it could have been, but I'm not sure. I don't know when it went up. Oh, that would I, make sense. I don't know when Cor when they got Corman to, to build it, because it's called Corman Chapel. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know when it uh, was actually built. 
Gotcha. Well, that was probably part of the capital campaign. Now I'm thinking I'm connecting everything. Yeah, that was probably capital campaigns. That makes sense. Okay. Well, the, Cor the Corman family who were builders mm -hmm. in Philadelphia uh, put it up and sponsored it and paid for it. Oh, okay. But I don't, I don't know when. Gotcha. I'll have to look into that. If, for the last I saw it, it was really in this disarray, you know, really needed somebody to go over it. Uh, our group worked on it uh, probably in the late 80s, early 90s. We cleaned it up a little mm -hmm. bit, but uh, I don't know what happened to it after that. Gotcha. I guess it's another thing for me to look into. <laughs> so you mentioned some of your buddies from your troop. Was there anyone in particular that had a lasting impact on you? Well, I guess it would be, you know, a number of the older scouters or because when I got in right at the beginning of the Korean War, a, a number of the guys who that I was friendly now friendly with were either being drafted into the service or in college. Mm -hmm. um, but the two adults that I can really remember. Uh, was the assistant scoutmaster who had no children, married. Uh, his name was Herman Grosser mm -hmm. and uh, Dave Rosen, who was the scoutmaster. And, and they were, Dave had a, a beer distributor and he had a big open truck. So we'd go camping and he would drive in the truck. Now in those days you could sit in the back of his open truck and, and go camping. Mm -hmm. uh, you couldn't do it today, but, uh, and Herman was, uh, the kind of guy who would make sure that you got things done and help you. And it was just, he was just a, a, a scatter scatter. And, uh, so he would be probably the, those two plus the guys that I'm friendly with today who are older than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would have been the assistant scoutmasters and, and uh, <clears throat> uh, just, you know, uh, shaped, shaped your career, you know, shape your life. So. Sounds like well, two incredible men. Oh, yeah. They, well, that's why we're still friendly. Yeah, I don't blame you there. Sounds like they're really good guys. Oh, yeah. Well, one of them is Murray Saltzman, who was a lodge chief. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. So I mean, we're we're friendly, you know. Uh, in fact, I'll see him tonight on a Zoom call that we have. So. Uh, oh, very good. Yeah. And did you ever work on camp staff by chance? Not as a youth. Uh, I worked as a volunteer. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, two week or two weeks during the summer, back in. Uh, it had been in the early 2000s when when Treasure Island was still, you know, still around. Gotcha. That kind of sounds like a Phil Hittner. He usually comes up to Hart and volunteers uh, for a little bit, like usually a week. Uh, do you remember a fellow by the name of uh, Frank Mayer? He was called the mayor of Treasure Island. I've definitely heard that name before, yeah. Well, he was uh, involved with me at the Shrine. Oh, okay. So we uh, we would go up to summer camp, up to Treasure Island 
the same week. And there was a whole bunch of us from the shrine that mm-hmm. became camp on the camp master staff uh, at Treasure Island. And mm-hmm. also we would spend, you know, one to two weeks at the summer camp as volunteers. So. Yeah, it's really nice that you were able to keep those connections and y'all were yeah. able to share so much in common. Right. So you mentioned the flooding of TI in 55. Right. Did you want to kind of tell that story in full or what was that like? Well, it was, as a kid, you know, you just don't realize what was going on. But in those days, they had uh, a troop, each troop had a designated area to patrol along mm-hmm. the river, make sure, you know, so uh, we always stayed in um, up on the northern end. Uh, and uh, so we had the, you know, the river watch and uh, it was, and you know, the river would be coming up and, uh, and they took us off the island. So couldn't take anything. I, oh. I grabbed uh, a backpack and uh, in those days, what we did as scouts, we would get the uh, old orange crates or apple crates mm-hmm. and break them down and take them with us to, to camp, put them back together. And that was like a dresser. So you take your clothes out of, out of the footlocker or I, I always went up with a backpack and uh, put, put my stuff in those uh, bins and I was able to grab my backpack and some of the clothes and leave the island. So, uh, and, uh, but I came back uh, a couple of weeks. We had a no way weekend back, I guess it was uh, a couple of weeks after the flood and you saw all the debris and uh, everything, you know, just, that came down the river and it was basically because of uh, some of the dams broke above and uh, all the construction that went on ate up the the farmlands and no place for the water to see so it ran ran off into the streams oh goodness i never knew what caused that that's kind of crazy so, I mean, basically, that's what happened. It was everything, that, all the construction upriver. So, and it was a big flood, you know. You still have the high water mark on River Road. Yeah. Have, have you ever seen it? I think I've seen some photos of that water mark, and it was very shocking to me. <laughs> how, high, how high that river came? Yeah, I just can't fathom it, really. Just picture what the houses look like along the bank. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that must have been a whole mess. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. And I, you know, just really don't really recall everything that went on, other than the fact that we had the, the, the water, the, the nighttime patrol the, mm-hmm. you know, every, some, every hour or so, another, another scout would walk the banks looking. Gotcha. Oh, and you also mentioned Briar. Yeah. So you took merit badges there and you guys did some weekend camping. Was there anything else you guys did at Briar? Well, it was just uh, week- weekend camping. Uh, 
day hikes, you know, if you, uh, if you wanted to take your five, well, from where I lived, it was a five mile hike. So we would get guys to take the five mile hike in first, I don't know, second class, the first class, whatever, whatever mm -hmm. requirements were. And, uh, but they always had somebody every weekend up at Briar teaching murder badges. Very nice. I heard they also had, um, I guess, like outdoor skill training and stuff like that. Did you guys ever do that? Not that I can recall. I can't. I, it just doesn't ring a bell. Okay. That would have been later, I guess, in Briar's history. But that's cool that you were actually there. I actually collect um, different memorabilia from that property. Right. So it's, it's very nice to hear someone who was actually there and got to enjoy the property well it was it was a convenient place to go weekend camping or you know saturday uh, mornings for murder badges mm -hmm. we had camperies there too oh very nice okay very nice. northern i was in northern district at that time oh, okay and then you mentioned that you left scouting in 56 and then you joined the navy is that correct I was, yeah, I had joined, actually joined the reserves back in September of 55. Okay. Uh, while I was in high school. And um, so the weekend reserves ate up my, my camping. And, uh, and then two weeks in the summertime ate up my going to summer camp. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I didn't get back into scouting until my, oldest son was old enough to become become a scout mm -hmm. so that was in 79 i got back into it gotcha i haven't thanked you yet but thank you for your service oh. always appreciate when folks serve us and serve the country yeah so you got back in 79 with you know your son joining scouts so what was that yeah. experience like like finally coming back and getting to well, live yeah I, I get Pulled in as an assistant scoutmaster immediately and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, was involved mostly with the camping. And, you know, so we would go to Treasure Island was just coming back on board mm -hmm. back then. And uh, they were not doing cooking, so you had to cook your own. Uh, so we got the first year at summer camp was 1980. We did our own our own cooking. And then uh, 81 on, we ate in the dining hall. So it was, uh, but it was a great experience. I, I really enjoyed going back to Treasure Island, especially as a leader, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was, uh, it was a good, a good time. Yeah, like a lot of, a lot of old memories coming back and getting oh, to yeah. share something with your, your son. Right. It must have been very, yeah. very yeah. nice. So it was, it was good. As a leader, it was, you know, you'd walk around and make sure everybody was doing what they had to do. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. And do you just have one son or do you have other children? Well, my youngest, I don't know if you know him. He's Gary Brownstein. He's in OA. He's a, mm -hmm. uh, he was never, he was involved with the scout. He's got his, uh, uh, what's he have? The third, third one up. Uh, you know, he got ordeal, brotherhood, and vigil. He's got his vigil. Oh, okay. 
but he's not as active anymore as, as he I would like to see him be. But gotcha. I've definitely seen him around then, or at least seen yeah. his name. You probably saw his name around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say, especially in like the vigil book or somewhere. That yeah, sounds, some, sounds very right. familiar. Gotcha. So it would be nice if you guys can get a hold of him and drag him back out. So. <laughs> sounds like I, it's another thing I'll have to add to my list and dragging right. him back and list of things to do. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. When it comes to your families, what has like your family's overall experience been with scouting? My family? Mm-hmm. Well, I was involved. My older son was in for about two years. Mm-hmm. Then he dropped out, and the younger one went went in, Gary, and he st- he's still registered. So he enjoyed it. And, uh, we would go camping together. Mm-hmm. In fact, as as when the kids were young, still in elementary school, uh, we would go up to uh, the Poconos and do mm-hmm. weekend camping. You know, I would pack up the car and the three of us would go up and put up a big wall tent. And- mm-hmm. Soon, Chill. that's nice the three of y'all were able to go camping together and spend time together yeah yeah i'm on zoom i'll be up shortly so that was basically it uh we did that and then when we got they were they got into scouting we just we gave up the family camping and did scouting scout camping so you mentioned you served on the jewish committee on scouting Yes. Um, so how long have you been doing that? Since the early 80s. Oh, good. About 82, oh. I guess. Uh, that's when it was still two councils. Mm-hmm. And uh, Merv Sluzer was the chairman of the Philadelphia Council. And uh, I got involved because they had a, a weekend retreat. And I, get, I got uh, pulled into it and, uh, you know, stayed with it ever since so i when they merged the councils uh, they picked the neutral uh chairman and he did it for three years and then i took over i've mm-hmm. been doing it ever since oh gotcha yeah so, so is there an annual retreat for uh, the jewish committee on scouting there is or? there uh, we have what we call uh, the keenness uh, which mm-hmm. is a re- the Hebrew word for retreat, and we would, uh, in October, some weekend in October, we would, uh, you know, go up to a camp, rent a camp, and uh, have all kosher food, do everything uh, that you're supposed to do for Friday night and Saturday, Mm -hmm. stay over till breakfast on Sunday, and come home. Gotcha. So since you've been on the committee since the 80s, what changes have you seen in Jewish scouting, like numbers of scouts or oh, units? The, the numbers are way down. I mean, uh, unfortunately, the synagogues have been merging. So and it's it's an older population. It, you, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't see the younger population staying basically in the city. And mm-hmm. once they get into the suburbs, it's dispersed 
unless the synagogue is really anxious to put scouting in, which most of them are not anymore, uh, you really can't find the Jewish youth uh, mm-hmm. like we would like to. So uh, what we do is offer camperships, mm-hmm. we'll pick up uh, 50% or so of the cost of the uh, of a camp, kids going to camp, uh, uh, cub camp, uh, day camp. And uh, last year, because of the pandemic, and not having any summer camp, we mm-hmm. offered uh, uh, a scholarship, uh, $500 to one youth for, uh, but they have to have be an Eagle Scout. So, uh, and we've been paying for religious awards and, uh, and the retreat, and, you know, so, but it's hard because we just don't have the numbers and you can't find them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the unfortunate thing from where I'm sitting is that if a boy is in a non-Jewish sponsored unit, mm-hmm. he's not, they're not considered Jewish. So the numbers that we have are only reflected of boys that are in Jewish sponsored units. Mm-hmm. So unless the scoutmasters, uh, cub masters, are willing to help you we can't find them yeah it sounds like a very hard logistical barrier or like obstacle to get over well yeah because you know one of the things i think they're afraid of is oh if you find them you're going to steal them and take them out of our our unit <laughs> yeah, yeah there not, seems that's to be. not that's not the case we just want to be able to give them the money that, that we have mm-hmm and then encourage the religious elves and all that good stuff yeah, too. Right. And let them, you know, encourage them to get their religious awards. And uh, so, but unfortunately, uh, we just don't have the, I'm not going to say the lack of cooperation, but you just don't have the understanding mm-hmm. of what we're trying to do. So. Yeah. There seems to be a lot of that with some unit leaders. Like, I guess they mean well, but like you said, they think you're going to, steal their youth and, you know, bring them the other stuff. The OA runs in the same problems too. So sorry to hear that. Oh, it's all good. We usually in time, we usually try and, you know, get folks out and we find uh, different ways, but well, I'm glad the Jewish community on scouting can be so active and provide all this support. Um, Seems like the committee is pretty well organized from what I've seen. Yeah. We, well, the other thing is we have a lot of money. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and we'd like to give it away. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's always good. But you don't have anybody to give it to. So uh, we, we need the cooperation of the council mm-hmm. to help us get whatever literature we have out to, you know, to the public so that, uh, you know, Jewish parents could uh, take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, maybe some of the other scout leaders would and cub leaders would would help us, you know, disperse some of this. You know, in the old days, they had the newspaper that they mailed. Mm-hmm. Today, you got to be on email. And I don't know, you know, how many people from troops other than the leaders 
you know, I don't know how many parents have signed up for email versus the, the, just the leadership. Yeah. So. No, that makes sense. But if a letter, if a, uh, a newsletter was sent to the parents of, mm-hmm. like it used to be, but then again, that's an expense that nobody can afford anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least it got into the house and if the parents wanted to look at it, they could. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be active to want to get the email. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Sounds so it, like. Uh... Oh, you were saying? It's a catch twenty-two, and uh, you know, because everybody's got computers today, or not everybody, but you know, ninety percent or ninety-nine percent have computers, and they can sign up for email, but nobody wants to get their emails loaded with what they you know consider stuff that they're not going to look at mm-hmm. they don't sign up gotcha sounds like i will talk to phil since he's one of the co-advisors of the history committee uh, okay i'll talk to phil about different I, how, do, how do i word this i guess um moving into like modern age of like how to disseminate that kind of info and stuff well, it, it's not Phil as much as the council mm-hmm. has to be willing to want to do it. Gotcha. Well, I think I have some ideas of stuff that like we can do, like yeah, and I can help out if need okay. be. Okay, that's so what I mean. Be... Like, there's some stuff that we can do. All right, but I I need to get the council to send out a constant contact kind of thing oh, gotcha. of of you know here's our flyer. Mm-hmm. And here's what we're trying to do. And just blast it to everybody you have an email address for. Mm-hmm. So if they read it, they read it. They don't, you know, so be it. Gotcha. Well, so. best of luck with that. I think things will, <laughs> I think things will work out in the end. I hope so. Because like I said, we have a lot of money to give away and nobody to give it to. Well, now when I <laughs> meet any Jewish scouts, I'll be sure to tell them like, hey, there's there's campership money. Yes. Go get it. So yep. now you got at least one person who will uh, talk y'all up. So I'll okay. do my best to help if out. Too. Do, if you do our advertising, you know, I appreciate it. Yeah, I can definitely help out and let folks know. All right. And then were there any other stories that you wanted to share? Anything else that you want to talk about that we possibly missed? Did I hit all your questions? I think so, yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, I really, you know, I think I covered my history in scouting, uh, or at least the beginning and the end. Uh, You know, uh, I was a kid in scouts, got in in 49 or 50, Mm -hmm. stayed in through 62, uh, Mm -hmm. registered, uh, and I dropped, really dropped my activity when I joined the, the reserves back in 50, September of 55. Mm-hmm. Then when I graduated from high school, started working, uh, my weekends were tied up with the reserves and I was going to uh, night school and you know started temple at night. And so I, my, my evenings were tied up and, and that took me through 62 and then sort of when the troop folded uh 
I really dropped. I was basically out of scouting until my oldest son went in in 79. Mm -hmm. I went back and I've been at it ever since. Um, both as a scout master or assistant, a scout master, troop committee chair. I was a camping chair from Frontier District. Uh, I was a uh, I was a cub camp master. I was on the at Treasure Island. Never did anything at Resica. Mm -hmm. uh, never camped there. Uh, oh, okay. As, as a kid, we went to either Hart or Treasure Island because I was in Philadelphia Council uh, versus Valley uh, Forge or uh, Cradle Liberty. Cradle Liberty, we went to either. Mm -hmm. uh, Briar for weekend camping until they sold the grounds off. Uh, Hart, uh, Treasure Island in the summertime. And that was basically it. It's still quite a track record with scouting, though. Yeah, and, and, and enjoy it. I sort of miss, you know, miss the camping, but uh, in this days in a, this day and age, I'm not laying in the ground anymore. That is very understandable. If I laid down, I wouldn't get up. Some days I feel like that. So no, I'm, I'm saying that if I if I lay down, I'm going to need a bunch of guys to help pull me up. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Well, thank you so much for all you do with scouting, and thank you for uh, taking some time and talking with me today. Well, good luck with your project, and uh, you'll have to let me see it when it's all when you're all finished. I will be sure to send you everything. I'll make sure I email you and call you. Okay. Well, you got my phone number. You got my email address. So stay in touch. I will. And if, did you do anything with the, that list of uh, Jewish sponsored units that uh, I told gave to Phil? I've looked through it. I haven't started writing anything. I'm still kind of perusing like my own thoughts and what I want to start like digging in for. I'm trying to finish up the uh, Catholic scouting of uh, Catholic scouting uh, thing that I'm writing right now. So once I finish okay. that, move on and uh, give Jewish scouting. It's like proper amount of attention and time. Well, what you would try and do is get a hold of the uh, council records mm -hmm. down, you know, what used to be down at uh, 22nd street. Cause mm -hmm. I know they had all the, all the, uh, all the records down there mm -hmm. and uh, at least be able to get some of the names of the troops and where they were located uh, based on the numbers that I gave, that I gave you. And, uh, mm -hmm. At least you'll be able to build some kind of a history. Yeah. I got to, as to when they started, when they dropped, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. The council has some, uh, yearbooks from philadelphia council going back to the teens and 20s and i got to scan and peruse okay. so right. i think i know where some of the stuff you're talking about is i just have to go there and with the committee we gotta we gotta scan a lot of stuff well i went down at one time and got all of my troop records oh okay. 69 so i got and, and i and i copied them so mm -hmm. i got a xerox copy of everything from 1937, 38 
up till 62. Oh, wow. All, all the registrations. So wow. that's a lot. If you want to look at that, I'll, I'll show it to you. I, yeah, I'd love to see those. Okay. So, uh, so anyhow, so that's, that's what I have. And if those records for all the troops that I mentioned are still available, uh, you know, all you need is the first and last year that, uh, that you can find for them. You don't need to go through every year. Yeah. Unless you're looking for specific people. Yeah, I'll definitely make sure to try and track those down in the council archives. I have to figure out where exactly they might be, but I'll yeah. try and find them. All right. Well, good luck. Good luck with your project. And thank you for everything you're trying to do. Oh, thank you. No problem. I have too much fun doing this stuff. So it's not even like work to me. It's not work. Okay. Do you go to Millersville? Yes, sir. Okay. So what are you doing home? At home, I mostly, uh, I'm usually working every summer at one of the council camps. So I got hired for Ruska this summer. Oh, good. Um, and I try and stay active with my home unit 367 as I can, but I graduate this May. So that'll be nice. And then soon, a few weeks after that, I'll be off the Ressica. So. Oh, very good. Well, enjoy, you know, enjoy your time. Enjoy your summer. You're still young and you got a lot of things you can do. Yeah. Thank you. And have a good evening, sir. You too. Take care. All right. Bye.